nigga never been as broke as me. I like that. When I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm slowing tigers on my shirt. And alligators. Uh-huh. You wanna see the inside? Huh? I see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow, why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh-huh. It come my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man eye. Big man, they never try. So we roll with them. Uh-huh. Stole with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate. The cookies, butter crunch. 80 And I ain't have to be in school by 10 I then began to encounter With my counter parts Of how to burn the block apart Break it down into sections Drugs by these selections Some use pipes, others use injections Syringe sold separately Frank the deputy, quick to grab my Smith and Wesson Like my dick was missing To protect my position, my corner, my layer While we out here, say the hustler's prayer If the game shakes me or breaks me I hope it makes me a better man Put money in my mom's hand Get my daughter this college plan So she don't need no man Stay far from timid Only make moves when your heart's in it And live the free sky's the limit Motherfucker
When I was young, I had two pair of leads. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh -huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh -huh. While niggas flirt, I'm slowing tigers on my shirt. And alligators, uh -huh. you wanna see the inside, huh? I see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh -huh. Wow, why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place, play your position. Uh -huh. They come my intuition. Uh -huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh -huh. Here comes respect. Cruise your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man eye. Big man, they never try. So we roll with them. Uh, stole with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate. The cookies, butter crunch. And I ain't have to be in school by 10 I then began to encounter With my counter parts Of how to burn the block apart Break it down into sections Drugs by these selections Some use pipes, others use injections Syringe sold separately Frank the deputy, quick to grab my Smith and Wesson Like my dick was missing To protect my position, my corner, my layer While we out here, say the hustler's prayer If the game shakes me or breaks me I hope it makes me a better man
When I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm slowing tigers on my shirt. And alligators, uh-huh. you want to see the inside? Huh? I see you later, they come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow, why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place, play your position. Uh-huh. They come my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. Cruise your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man, I big man, they never try. So we roll with them, uh, stole with them. I mean, loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch, the milks with chocolate, the cookies, butter crunch, 80 guys oh shit oh okay why is my mic turned all the way up okay i apologize for that oh that's still kind of bad okay i apologize for that it should be good now let me know if i'm too loud um yeah i just seen the mic bar just go completely red okay all right man so yes i apologize for that headphone users or maybe even non-headphone users but yes i apologize for that um I don't know why my sound was turned all the way up. I never did that. But uh, yes, what is going on, guys? We are back with yet again another edition of the Notorious Seals Podcast, man. And this is episode 131, I believe, of the show. Is it 30? Yes, yes. One, 131. We are on episode 1. Yes, one. yeah, 132, I mean. Episode 132 of the news, man, and yeah, man, we got an interesting episode of news here today for you guys, a very, a very AEW heavy show uh, we got here, uh, or at least AEW slash ROH heavy show um, here today for you guys, man, so with that, with that, we'll just hop right into the intro, man, so we can get started on the news. So yeah, man, if this is the first time watching, you guys do not know how this show works. Every Monday, we're on here with Notorious Unscripted, and every Friday at 4 p.m. Central, we are on here with the newsman. I think I said that twice. Every Monday, we're on here with Notorious Unscripted, not the news. We're on here with Unscripted, and every Friday, we're on here with the news. Um, Yeah, man, Unscripted after Raw, and the news, like I said, 4 p.m. Central, man. So if you guys did miss this past Monday's edition of Unscripted, that is titled what uh what is the new evil presence controlling bray wyatt we go into uh a, a little bit of everything man it was it was a uh, good week of dynamite we talked about dynamite um uh a lot of smackdown way more smackdown than usual and then our uh, uh and then the episode the triple h list episode of monday night raw that was uh okay you know, uh, so we talked about all that. 
We talked about all that, and now you can find that on all platforms, man. Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. And if you want to see it first, join us right here, like I said, after Monday Night Raw every Monday, man. So, yeah, man. And if you have not got a chance to get your hands on some of this official Notorious Hills Podcast merchandise, you guys can now find this live on the merch shop. That is bonfire.com. Link is at the top of the description of this video. And you can find it on either mine and Sorte's social media pages on the Notorious Hills Podcast link tree page, man. So on the top left, you have the uh, Chicago flag design. On the bottom right, you got the Chicago skyline design. Then you got one of the OG shirts, man. The best kept secrets to the IWC. The Riddler-inspired IWC's best kept secret shirt. And then you have the uncrowned kings of the IWC, the Biggie inspired shirt. And then in the middle, you have the base Notorious Sales Podcast logo design. So you can get all five of these beautiful designs in a shirt or a hoodie or a long sleeve shirt or whatever you want uh, live on the on the merch shop. Like I said, link is at the top of the description of this video and or in uh, Bind and Sertage social media pages on the link tree page, man. So yeah, man. And with that, if this is your first time watching, you guys do not know who we are here at the Notorious Hills Podcast. I am Johnny Mayhem, one half of the host of this very show. And as for the other half, we have the Sir K. How's it going, man? Mmm. Can you hear me now, Logan? Okay, yeah, you're okay. So okay. yes, and as for the other half, we got my man Sir K here. How is it going, Sir K? I apologize for that. Damn, brother. Damn. Um, it's going, man. It's going good, man. Just, uh, just been hanging out, man. Just, uh, <laughs> 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 do you? Goddamn. <laughs> Goddamn. I'm in good, bro. I'm in good. Usually, Toronto's here to ask how's life, how's family. Um, life's good, man. Family's good. What about you? And what about everybody? Chad, Logan, Bell, all you guys. And what about you, bro? How, how's everything? <laughs> <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> um, Oh, man. I'm good, bro. I'm good. Just kind of waiting for things to pick up and stuff, man. So that's that's where I'm at now. That's where I'm at now. Um, Yeah, man. Uh, other than that, bro, nothing too much, man. Nothing too much. Um, Yeah, that's 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 pretty much it, man. That's pretty much it. So, um, no, yeah, nothing. No, nothing, but it's like on the cusp of stuff happening. Um, yeah. So, uh, oh, Jesus, I was wondering, okay, I think we may or may not have lost Sir K. Can you still hear me? Are you, oh, okay, he's still, you're still there, but you are frozen in this, in this, in this weird yeah, position. Yeah, he's coming back. Okay. Give a minute, but you can hear me, so, yep, I'm back. Yeah, it's just. That video refreshes. Um, 
Oh, he's back. He is back, but I cannot hear you. I probably have to unplug my headphones again. Give us like two seconds, guys. Okay, and say something. You can hear me, right? Okay, all right. Okay, I think, I think we're good. I think we're good. Um, I hope. Um, Mr. Chase currently experiencing some, some Wi-Fi issues. So, that's that. Okay, guys. I think I think he's back. I apologize for I that. So. Uh, apologize for that. Okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, what was I saying? Yes. Uh. Yes. To let the cat out of the bag. I'm probably not going to be in this room that much longer. Probably a couple more episodes. Um. So I'm moving out. So it's kind of that process. Uh. I don't know why. 
I, I, don't, I don't know why I've been being secretive about it, uh, or, <laughs> but I, I, I don't fucking know. Um, but yes, that's that's kind of the process I'm going through. So the past couple weeks when you've been hearing me say there's nothing going on right now, but simultaneously a lot going on, that's kind of what I'm working on right now. So Yeah, um, so those things are a process. Yeah, yeah, it's a process. So you probably won't be seeing me in, in the old room anymore, but uh, we'll be in a new room. So, uh, yeah, man, um, that's pretty much what I'm going through, man. And to gr- finally greet um, our wonderful viewers, as Durante usually asks, I know he's not here now, but as he usually asks, man, I'm good, family's good. And what about you, Durante and Logan and Bell? How are you guys doing? And thank you guys for always being here. Um, yes, we appreciate you guys, man. Um yeah, man, the, uh, Logan says the CM Punk stuff is quite interesting. So to piggyback off that, that's what we're going to go right into. Um, mm-hmm. So, man, um, everybody, you know, everybody's acting very surprised about this, as if we didn't hear about this before that they were discussing mm-hmm. a contract buyout. But now it seems like we're kind of getting down to the nitty-gritty and all that. We're kind of getting down mm-hmm. to the, the serious aspects as to... As yeah, as to before, it was serious, but it was kind of just speculation mm-hmm. as to what was going to happen with him and his contract. Um, I fe- <laughs> Logan says, "I feel like we're getting some behind-the-scenes content. the mm. the The real gems behind the scene with me and Sir K is when we're in the fucking stream starting soon screen. Damn, y'all can hear all those days, and it's just over, bro. I'll oh, tell you bro. That. <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of fucking around for like eight minutes or sometimes we go like even longer and we don't even realize we're like not even doing anything we're just sitting here fucking around so yeah, it's uh, yeah i apologize for the wi-fi problem fan but it happens it happens some things are out of our hands and they suck but at the end of the day they, they are out of our hands but um yeah, mm-hmm. man. Um, yes. Yeah, so regardless, yes. So we're kind of getting down to the, like I said, the nitty gritty in this all in this uh, CM Punk situation, and obviously we'll go into some concrete news that we have that uh, you could kind of see the writing on the wall. Um, but we'll go over this Punk stuff first. AEW is in talks to buy out CM Punk's contract. According to the Wrestling Observer Damn. newsletter, it was, <laughs> according to the Wrestling Observer newsletter, it was reported that AEW is currently in talks to buy out CM Punk's contract so that he won't return to the company. Those close with the situ- <laughs> those close those with close knowledge of the situation said that said that they are in talks with Punk about a buyout of the remaining years of his contract, which tells you that they are not looking to bring him back. The holdup right now is said to be the non-compete period. Obviously, if the non-compete is an issue, it's it's about it's about interest in going to WWE, which there is no need for a non-compete. Otherwise, there is otherwise because nobody else but AEW and WWE can pay him close to what he was making. There are those in WWE who have been very negative towards him in the past, but is but it is a wrestling war, and the optics of looking publicly like they like they have taken Punk from AEW would be very significant. I mean, 
they want to write their own death wish, they ain't gonna do that, bro. Because this man, you think the, that roster is gonna like that? They would not. I'm warning them right now. Um. Uh, yeah, man. Um, <sighs> I don't know, man. I, 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 just, I just don't know. Um, yeah, CM Punk, CM Punk and his his buyout situation. I mean, we have known about this for a minute, so it doesn't come as like a complete shock. But um, but like like I said, man. I mean, it's 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 a rough situation. No matter, it's a rough situation and. Like I said, as soon as kind of we heard that uh, news about Mr. Um, Mr. Ace, mm -hmm. you could kind of yeah. see the writing on the wall there a little bit with kind of what was going to happen with him uh, because you know damn well he wasn't happy about that. But I will say this. God, no. It is 100% right of Tony Khan to hold him to his actions. So... If if this is something that TK feels is the right outcome, then it's Good. it's what happened. To, it's what needs to happen to be. It's, it is what needs to to happen to to continue to go forward with the company. Because if Punk was you know kind of like apologetic, I could still see if he was upset. That's okay if you were upset because mm -hmm. you think these guys are plotting against you and trying to you know jeopardize the company uh, because you know they're friends with Cole Cabana. You know, that, you know, I, I could still see, you know, why he's upset, but I mean, and he's not taking responsibility and it's what needs to be done and it's what needs to be mm -hmm. done. Um, because like I said, you don't want to lose CM Punk or sorry, you don't want to lose all of the elite Force. just to keep CM Punk, who is, you know, not only one guy, he's getting up there in age you know his his his, his very injury prone now. He's he's injury exactly. He's injury prone. You know what I mean. So you know he's giving you some he's giving you some fantastic segments, but a lot of his matches, you know, are are littered with a lot of mistakes and botches along the way. So you know, I mean, he he's serviceable for now, but who's to say he's going to be the same in three years? And by then, you have already would have lost the elite. So. You don't want to exactly. do that. You want to keep the elite. I don't give a fuck about any pillars. Those guys are the foundation of that company. There is no AEW without the elite. Uh, there no, isn't. Exactly. Um, so it, it's it, it is right. It is right of Tony Khan to do that. I will say, man. But as far as him going back to WWE, bro. I mean, I know Triple H is gonna do what's what's best for for business, man. But if Punk walks back into that, that is uh, ten times as worse as Cody Rhodes doing it. Um, oh, million times as worse. Like, I mean, <laughs> man. You were the pioneer of anti-WWE, and you're just going back. Not because you want to go back to them, but because you're petty with AEW for what? What? Like, why are you so mad? And... CM Punk, man, Triple H don't want that. He, they warned AEW about that man 
So they should know what they be getting themselves into. Like, imagine the locker rooms, right? Imagine a KO and a sex reaction to that guy coming in the fucking company. They'd be pissed. You'd have so much of that roster pissed off at you. He ain't worth it, bro. He ain't worth the trouble that he comes with at his age. And he's I was just like, he's proven it. And yeah, and, and I was gonna say at at this point, those guys in that WWE locker room, you know, if I'm them, I'm thinking to myself, you know, how long before he pops off here now? You know? Exactly. How, and, 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 exactly. It makes his company look like a fucking joke. However, man, I will say I I, I I will say this. I will say this and, and it sucks. And it sucks, man, because I am a big, I mean, I'm a huge punk fan. He is definitely mm-hmm. on my ro- Mount Rushmore. Uh, if you guys watched the very first episode one, 132 weeks ago, we were going through Mount Rushmore's man, Punk, Cena, in no order, but Punk, Cena, Bray, and Johnny. So everybody's known that, you know, for, and I believe he's on your Mount Rushmore too. I'm wearing his fucking shirt right now. But if, if 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 it needs to be done, it needs to be done because, I mean, you he 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 can't just do that. He's at that point he's detrimental to the company, and it it sucks because, you know, I mean he he's great. He's great. We all know that about Punk. He's great, man. But if he comes with that baggage, he's just not worth it. And. No. And and like I said, on his side of the coin too, you really got to sit back and think, man. Like, wow, my return, the United Center return, sold it out on a rumor, gave everybody free ice cream bars. They had my logo playing on the United Center trons, all that good stuff, man. Just for this shit to last one year, one year to the date of his first match back, and uh, and, and it was over. And mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, and then you got to think too, your legacy is going to be you sitting, eating a muffin at a fucking media scrum, absolutely lighting the company ablaze, a company that in 2011, he would have absolutely walked out the door to go to a hundred and ten percent. Um, so that company finally came around. And, and it was literally made for him. The company was literally made and had his name written all over it. And that's the last anybody's going to remember of you is you sitting in a media scrum. So it's if it's over for now, I I really would like to see him eventually come around and, and, and try to make this shit all right. But if it's not, then so be it. And that's just how it was mm-hmm. meant to be, man. But... For the year he was in AEW, he gave us some damn good shit. But at the end of the day, if if that's all it was, then that's all it was, man. The long term, the long term point of this company is more important than just CM Punk. You know, what I mean, he CM Punk special. He he's one of the guys, but no one is. No one's above a company. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. It, it's now, especially a young company that has so much to build for, so much to grow. Don't don't hinder that for just one for one old man, for one bitter old man. It it, it ain't worth it, man. It ain't worth it. And it sucks to see, man. Punk, he, he's one of my goats, bro. 
He is, even after the fucked up shit. He's still one of my goats. And oh, yeah. I mean, the stuff he did on AEW TV, oh, you know, amazing. was amazing. It was, you know, the, the stuff that shit. was aired on a media scrum is what mm -hmm. ruined him. Exactly, you know? bro. He, he did something he shouldn't have. People tossed hands with him for it. <laughs> he got mad. And they tossed oh, teeth, too. Really, exactly, bro. He talked shit, told them to come talk shit. They did. He started the fight, and now he's pissed. Come on, man. Come on. I know you're a little bitter old man, but come on, dog. What, what would old you think? What would young you think of you right now? You think you're a fucking old asshole is what he would think of you. So, it sucks to see, man. It always sucks to see, but it's it's what's needed, bro. It, yeah. You yeah, gotta I sacrifice mean... CM Punk, you gotta sacrifice. Because look at the ratings, bro. They haven't been amazing, but seeing this CM Punk not being on TV for the last couple months hasn't hindered it that much. No. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, People are still really buying tickets. They're exactly. still viewing shows. Because there's stuff. People, most of the reason people watch AEW wasn't just for CM Punk. It's for a lot of the people he was trying to go against, man. So, all I hope is that this doesn't hinder the elite at all, which I don't think company-wise it will, but obviously TV-wise we'll be without them for a little bit. So that sucks, man. But I just hope this all ends. And if CM Punk goes, he goes. If he stays, that could be great. But, but don't, don't risk anything for him. Just hey, if he apologizes, right. roster school with him, bring him back. If not, don't risk it. Do what you got to do to build your company, bro. Because you can't exactly. build something around a guy like that. Exactly. Like I said, man. If he's if he's if he's to the point where he ta is he's taking responsibility and and you know he he's sorry for the the parts of it that he caused, you know. Mm -hmm. And like I said, everybody's cool with him. Then you know, bring him back, but I mean, if it's kind of just well, bring me back, because I'm CM Punk, and I got the name value, don't, don't, no, it's never gonna end, it's, it's, it's never, it's never gonna end good, and like I said, it sucks, man, because the, this company, this company, you know, this company was, uh, pretty much, uh, architectured on, um, the, uh, this, the, the blueprints of this company um, are are pretty much uh, the words of the pipe bomb, and mm -hmm. you know, like I said, it, it sucks. It sucks, especially if you're a fan of his, like like us. And like I said, the stuff he did on TV was uncanny. I mean, it was a great run. It was a great run, but it was uh, everything, you know, that that wasn't uh, exactly. that didn't have to do with TV is is what ruined him. And like I said. If with him, then, you know, and if he takes responsibility for, you know, his side of what went wrong, then, mm -hmm. you know, it'd be cool to bring him back. But like I said, man, if, if, if not, that's just how it was meant to be, I guess. Um, yeah. So it sucks, but it is what it is, man. Um, but yeah, yeah. So CM Punk, CM Punk, uh, is looking to, uh, be bought out or at least talks are getting a little more serious about, uh. Punk being bought yeah, out of his AEW contract, man. So now, I'm I'm, I'm kind of dumb to this process. 
would it be Punk buying himself out or AEW buying the contract out? Who, a- who's a- going? AEW buys him out, so they give okay. him. So Punk is pretty much, um, so pretty much how how it works. Like, uh, like you know, I'm a I'm a basketball fan, so how mm-hmm. this process pretty much goes because it happens a lot in the NBA and stuff like that. Like if you know, guy signs with a team, but let's say he's getting a huge bag and he's not really that good anymore. Maybe he got that contract a couple years ago when he was good, but now mm-hmm. he comes to this team, he's getting paid eighty million for two years. The uh, or eighty million, he's got two years left on his deal. The team doesn't want him there because he's old, and maybe they have a young team. They're in the middle of a rebuild. They give him the $80 million and just let him walk. So oh, okay, okay. he gets what he's, you know, he gets what he signed, and, and they just let him walk and go sign elsewhere or whatever. So pretty much how this is going to work is if Punk signed a three-year deal for $6 million, you know, he did one year, for example, so he got $2 million for the first year of his contract, and... Now we're at a stalemate where AEW either they keep him for the remaining um, four year or two years of his deal and pay him that other four million, or they pay him that other four million just to get him out of the company. Okay. So okay. that's yeah. That's not the same as releasing people. When they release people, you ain't getting paid. You just out. Right. Right. So. Okay. Right. So, so when you get released, you're 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 pretty much you pretty much just get terminated. They just rip up like, the con- yeah, yeah, they just rip up the contract. Ripped. Yeah. But, yeah. Damn. Um. Yeah. And but WWE does. I think they do pay you what you yeah. normally get paid for the ninety days, and then after that, you're just done. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They don't. They, still, they don't. They still pay you the ninety days. Yeah, they don't. Uh, they don't buy. They don't buy anybody out. I don't believe, yeah. or at least not when they release them. Um, I bet TK's fighting for that. Um, no compete because let's say this motherfucker is going to go there. If you have to make him wait like two, three years, ain't nobody gonna want his ass in two, three years. So, you know, TK's fighting for that shit, so he can't go do other shit for the next like two years. Yeah, I'd be too. You fuck me over, I'm gonna fuck you over, buddy. Yeah, hundred percent. Gotta do what you gotta do. Hundred percent. He stood up there, right next to Tony God, Khan, man, and was talking it, like he was the CEO of the company. I mean, confirm this. <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, man. So that is uh, that is the news on CM Punk and uh, the um. The, the initial story that kind of turned everybody's head, and for me at least, makes this a lot more unsurprising, uh, that punk story, is a couple days before, well, today, we got the punk news, so two days ago, I believe it was, uh, I believe it was Wednesday, Wednesday morning, or Wednesday night, AEW has fired... They have released Mr. Ace Steel. Ace Steel has been released from the company, as I 
think we're going through another Wi-Fi outage. Um, God damn, I am so sorry guys for this fucking technical day. Uh, I hate when that type of shit does this. Oh shit. Alright, we got him back. We got him back. How are you guys? Fucking Wi Fi. Yes, <laughs> we do. <laughs> Yes, we definitely do. We definitely do. And it is um, definitely on the way. Um, okay. I apologize yeah, we for that. That is smart, Logan. I never even thought we kind of knew. That is true. Yeah. We... All right. Um, okay, where was I? Okay. Ace Steel. This fucking dude. No, bro, because I was reading the fucking article, and I noticed you weren't laughing at all, and you always laugh when we bring up Ace Steel, and I just look <laughs> up, and your screen's frozen. I was like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, I just heard Charlotte noises while you were talking. So I was like, oh, God. Okay, man. So, yes, Ace Steel. <laughs> Ace Steel is released from AEW, man. <laughs> 
Ace Steel reportedly has been released from AEW. Uh, uh, yes, he has been released from his AEW contract, according to a report from Dave Meltzer in the latest Wrestling Observer Radio, with his time coming to an end at the start of this week. Ace Steel was involved in the backstage altercation that took place following CM Punk's post-AEW all-out media scrum on September 5th, which saw Punk... The Young Bucks and Kenny Omega get into a physical altercation that led to all of them being taken off television as they were also stripped of their respective championships, according to reports. Steel bit Omega during this, which, uh, with the former AEW World Champion having been seen in public with a bite mark on his arm. Since this point, Tony Khan has refused to make a public comment on the situation due to the fact that there is an ongoing investigation into the incident to determine exactly what happened. Steele had initially joined the company in 2022 and was working behind the scenes as a producer. During, during the build to Punk's all-out match against Don Moxley, he did appear on screen as AEW tapped into his legitimate friendship with the former AEW World Champion. He encouraged Punk to take up Moxley's challenge for, um, to take up Moxley's open challenge and ended up being a big part of the build for that match. Ah, bruh. So, and then there was a report going around that Ace Steel was surprised and shocked that he got released dude you fucking oh. bit somebody <laughs> you bit another person how are you shocked you got fired dude you literally bit a man and it wasn't just like oh you know how do you you can't it's not even like oh you know you know you know shit happens in a fight no you fucking bit somebody you bit him on the arm like a zombie the bite marks like right here, like, bro. What are you? Like, and then he tossed the chair at fucking one of the fucking young bucks' face. Hey, Nick, what do you expect? And plus, before that, on TV, he said fuck live on television. Like, bro, they fucking introduced you on TV, and you just fucking going crazy. I'm shocked. What are you shocked for? Yeah, I mean, it's okay, hilarious. Yeah, I mean it. It, uh, man, <sighs> this situation, bro. This situation, and you know, they really could have tapped into something really interesting here because, like a lot of other people, I liked Ace Steel and CM Punk's on-screen chemistry. I thought really it was, cool. I thought it was really cool, and I thought yeah. obviously. He was a great promo, uh, as is Punk, but, bruh, what the fuck are you doing, bro? <laughs> Why are you biting like, Kenny Omega? <laughs> like, if he was just a friend backstage that they kind of just hired, you know, just to kind of be there and just to pay him and shit, it, you know, it, it would be what it is. You know, you can't do that shit, but you're not anyone important. Bro, right. you are part of the talent. Like you, you're, you're supposed to be a coach. Yeah, you can't bite people as a coach. Like uh, you see, bro, just you just get motherfuckers biting you, bro. Matt you Bloom can't. just fucking gets pissed just at uh, Kevin Owens and just socks him. 
starts biting them. <laughs> Just a chair in his fucking head. Like, bro, what? You're a coach. You can't do that. Seriously, bro. I mean, you are a part of AEW's coaching staff, and you are biting the talent. Not only the talent, but one of the EVPs of the company. <laughs> what would they have done if Tony Khan walked in the room? Would he have fucking bit him, too? Tony Khan's trying to break it up, and he's got a steel biting on his fucking fingers. <laughs> what are you doing, man? Well, like, bro. He, uh... You know, I mean, Punk and the Elite hold, like, huge name value, so, you know, you can't necessarily yeah. just, like, release them. But, I mean, Ace Steel is very expendable, and you cannot tell me he wasn't brought into this company simply just because he was Punk's friend. So, Literally. I mean, I mean, maybe that's not the whole reason. I know he worked as a coach at the PC for a while, um, but... I mean, good lord. Good lord. You cannot be surprised by this. Nobody can be surprised by this. Everybody thought he was going to get fired. Um, personally, personally, I I originally thought that they were just going to kind of play it equal with everybody and like not really fire anybody, but just kind of keep people, uh, just kind of keep people, um, uh, keep them on the list. Yeah, away. just kind of keep them off TV and stuff. But, I mean, with this guy, with, with this guy, he posted something on Twitter that was him being excited about having, like, freedom or something like that. And then he's shocked when he gets fired. So, uh, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, this, this, this is, this is his legacy. At this point, this yep. is this is Punk's That's legacy. legacy a backstage brawl, a backstage brawl that culminated with his best friend biting Kenny Omega. What a Jesus Christ! Um, yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not surprising. It's not yeah, surprising man. whatsoever. I mean, it's one thing to, it's one thing to to get into a fight and everybody's throwing hands, but bro, you were literally out there throwing teeth, bro. I mean, what the hell? Literally. Um, so, uh-oh. I think you're frozen again. Yeah, good lord. Yeah, I mean, you sound like Charlotte, so. Yeah, I think oh, it's there you Charlotte, are. but there you are. still hold it up. Okay, okay. Yeah, it, it, it was starting to, but I, I think it's stabilizing again. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, man. So, Ace Steel has been released from the company, and nobody should be shocked. Not one bit. Um, yeah, I mean, he's Boy, gone, and yeah, it looks like his buddy's going to be gone too, so yikes. Yeah, man, so... Hmm. Adam Page, or mm -hmm. speaking of CM Punk, the empty-headed... Dumb fuck, Adam Page. That uh, is not an empty-headed dumb fuck, but that's besides the point. Adam Page has suffered a concussion during Dynamite. Obviously, everybody watched Dynamite and everybody seen that uh, just very scary ending. That was uh, mm -hmm. the ending to the AEW World Championship match. 
And uh, AEW has since confirmed uh, Hangman's injury status, man. I got the statement that they put up here for you guys. They put this out, uh, I believe, the next day or the night of. Adam Hangman Page was taken tonight by medical personnel to a Cincinnati uh, trauma center and was diagnosed with a concussion. He was discharged but will remain in AEW's concussion protocol. AEW and Hangman Page... Hangman Page are grateful for the explanatory, uh, ex, ex, exemplary response and care of staff and local medical personnel, and are uh, appreciative of the love and support of the fans everywhere. So that was the God statement damn. that they put out on Adam Page, and yeah, man, this sucks. Another guy. Down with a concussion. We obviously have Adam Cole. We just got Daniel sent back a couple months ago mm-hmm. from from the injury bug that just so happened to be a concussion. But man, I mean, uh, it, it sucks. It sucks, bro. And I wish him the best. But it seems like he's doing good. It seems like he's doing good, and that's all we can ask for, man. That's all we can ask for. So, um, yeah. Exactly, so uh, I wish him a speedy recovery, nonetheless. Yeah, man, it's it, it's it's a horrible situation, man. You never want to see that that type of stuff happen, man. Um, that shit was scary. That shit really was. And but it was it was good to hear that he got you know he got discharged. You know he tweeted out he's he's okay overall. And it's just gonna be a matter of time until we know if he can come back within the next couple of weeks, or it could be Adam Cole and he might be a while. So. Concussions are always always suck, man. It's so it's such a, it's such an unfortunate event, man. But it happened. He's overall okay, which is which which is what matters, man. Let's just hope he, he can make speedy recovery, man, or or just a good recovery. Definitely, bro. Definitely. Speaking of um, speaking of AEW or the other show that seems to be taking over Dynamite, Ring of Honor. <laughs> Literally. During last night's AEW, or Tuesday night's AEW rather, it was announced that the Ring of Honor final battle will take place on Saturday, December 10th from Arlington, Texas. Uh, this is cool. Um, however, uh, obviously this is their final show of the year, and man... I know you may be thinking to yourself, man, how much longer do I have to hear about this godforsaken pay-per-views without hearing about some sort of show for Ring of Honor? Well, it seems like we got a uh, a promise for Mr. TK, or an update, rather. Tony Khan says Ring of Honor will have a weekly show in 2023. Tony Khan has provided a positive update on ROH while speaking to Sports Illustrated, hinting that a weekly show may soon return. He says we will have great news soon about Ring of Honor's weekly shows. The success of the success of Death Before Dishonor of the Death Before Dishonor pay-per-view have ensured us that there will be more Ring of Honor pay-per-views. Our goal is to have one great pay-per-view for one more great pay-per-view for Ring of Honor in 2022 and then follow that up with a weekly show 
in 2023. Mm -hmm. This is exactly what we need to get. This is going to clean up AEW television. They can tape this shit like NXT, and it'll be great. And it'll be great. Uh, I don't know about the whole two-hour thing. I think one hour mm -hmm. is, is perfect. I think one hour is perfect. Hey, the formula we gave you guys on that one episode, of, I think it was unscripted. It could have been unscripted. It could have been a news. I'm not sure. But yeah. that, that fucking format we gave you guys, use it, bro. I mean, it would be nice to get a check for giving you guys the idea. If you guys don't want to do that, as long as you just do it, I'm cool with it, bro. I'm cool with it. But they desperately need ROH to have its own thing because it is cluttering the fuck out of that goddamn show. Yeah, fucking take, take Tony Nese over there. Take Josh Woods. Take them varsity blondes. Take... And I don't know. The varsity athletes too. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Uh, you know, even varsity athletes. Yeah, even even your bigger names can go over there. The ones that are obviously champions, FTR can go over there and do some good stuff. Uh, Chris Jericho can go over mm -hmm. there and do some good stuff. Um, Samoa Joe can go over there and and, and you know. Uh, Mercedes Martinez, believe it or not, is actually the woman's champion over there. So, I mean, you got a lot. You got a lot you can do. And you have a lot of people you could send down there to really help them out a lot. Uh, the Firm, put them in fucking Ring of Honor. They don't do anything on Dynamite anyway. Um, you know, I mean, there's there's a lot, man. There's, there's a lot you could do. But you can definitely have that full sail atmosphere if you listen to uh, what B and Sir K were, you know, telling them. Have them... Dude, shoot the fucking thing at Daly's place. Yeah, people love Daly's place. Like, it'd be perfect for for a show like that, man. Or just create a create a nice create a nice set for some place. They could have a permanent spot, man. Because place like that, the reason NXT ended up one of the main reasons NXT ended up not feeling like NXT anymore is when it moved out of Full Sail, bro, because it lost its home. Because there was like spots in the parking lot and all that shit and then it was just nothing you know what i mean it was just normal arenas and with the roh you could benefit a lot from having a home so you should definitely go that route man especially because you know daily's place is a crowd that is always going to bring it you know i mean mm -hmm. you you know i mean if you look at like just any television whether it's raw smackdown or dynamite sometimes you go to those places man where those crowds are sitting on their fucking hands so um oh, and yeah. it could be anywhere around the united states so you do not want something like that for ring of honor one thing you're gonna want for ring of honor and you know it helped nxt stand out a lot is nxt was kind of like the secret brand the brand that the hardcores knew about but the casual fans and the just main roster watchers had no fucking idea about. So you get a place, exactly. you, you know, you, you get a place where that atmosphere is going to be uncanny and it's going to be, uh, it's going to be something that, you know, makes the show almost. I mean, obviously the product is going to be good too, but you're going to want that good atmosphere. That's going to get the people watching at home into the product as well. So um, you know, because 
people people don't want to you know people don't want to i mean how much do we get on here and complain about these monday night raw crowds sitting on their fucking hands for candace LeRae? or you know i mean you're gonna want exactly. something that's consistent you're gonna want a fan base that's consistent enough to just love that love that brand and the, the ring of honor brand and it's it'll really help the show's success and mm -hmm. it'll translate to the hardcore viewer and it's going to oh, become yeah. that secret show that only the hardcores know about and it's great um just like nxt was and then like we said with the uh exactly. and then like we said with as far as pay-per-views go have ring of honor do five pay-per-views a year and run them in the same weekend and the same city as your AEW pay-per-views exactly bro exactly that format's perfect bro i worked for nxt for a reason it could really work for our wage definitely definitely man so uh yeah man so that's exciting that's exciting they just i hope they uh i hope they take our advice definitely definitely man and speaking of ring definitely, of honor yeah. the ocho the wizard chris jericho has signed a three-year extension with all elite mm -hmm. wrestling through 2025 with increased roles as a producer creative advisor mm. and mentor for the young talent good on fucking tony khan man creative advisor that is what's up man he chris jericho knows yeah, how to properly like... tell a story he knows how to fix people he knows how to genuinely put people on a different level um and i mean look at what he's doing for daniel garcia right now man i mean great look at what he did exactly. for 2.0 he gave them that platform, and man, have they took that opportunity and ran with it. Um, I mean, he's really uh, he's really showed it in the Jericho Appreciation Society, um, and it's it's Chris is great. Everybody loves Chris. He's uh, and not even not to mention the guy is like fifty two years old, and this is one of his uh, in recent memory. I know his stuff. I know. I know this. I know this can't be compared to his older stuff with you know Benoit and all those guys, man. So, I mean, you know, and Shawn Michaels, Eddie Guerrero. I mean, we all know. We all know how Chris Jericho used to be back in his day, man. I, and I know none of that compares to, to to nowadays. But like in in terms of modern Chris Jericho, the Chris Jericho that we've known for the past five to seven years, bro. This is genuinely probably the best career year for him in terms of uh match oh, quality yeah. and i wouldn't even be upset with you if you said character work and stuff like that as well man i mean he has been on top of his game this year he really has this has truly been a career literally year for him. bro man's been great and i'm excited to see not only him on tv for you know another three years man but him backstage too. I mean, he, uh, Tony kind of said many times before, without a guy like Chris Jericho, probably wouldn't be in AEW anymore. Um, he helped Tony kind of a lot, and he's he's a smart mind, man. And since he's been in this role, which his people have been said he's been in it for you know a couple of weeks now, we've seen even more storyline stuff with uh, Garcia. We've seen less of Guevara. We've seen which is that, that he's doing that. 
He can do that all the time, man. Hey, if that's what he's doing, put him in that chair permanently. But, um, like, easy. Chris Jericho, whether it's on screen or off, just a great person to have, bro. And you give him the power to be able to do that backstage stuff. You know, you're you're just you're just doing good moves right there. And 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 what is, what is another interesting thing that we have seen uh, the past couple weeks that I've noticed? Mm-hmm. Teams and, and and not teams, but like people in general are getting a lot more mic time, and they're getting more time yeah. to get over with the audience uh, via promo. Look at the acclaimed. Look at the acclaimed. Yeah. Um, they got that segment. You know, um, somebody else had a post-championship. Uh, oh no, I'm thinking of Seth on Monday. My bad. But regardless, we we've we've just seen we've just seen a lot. Like I think we've seen a lot more promo time, and I think we've seen a lot more emphasis on like storylines and stuff like that within the past couple weeks. Um, and Jericho as a producer and creative advisor. I like how Tony Khan is uh, showing showing love and appreciation to the two guys, and I'm sure he's going to make his way to Danielson when that time comes because Danielson's been great for the locker room as well as Jericho and Moxley. Moxley got a bump up and a, and a little bit of a change in title with his new contract as well. I believe he's mm-hmm. now a, a coach mentor, or a, not a coach, yeah. but a, a talent mentor, like a I mean. Mentor. Yeah. Um, so... It's it's great, man, because these two guys are uh, just have been you know studs for your company, man. They really have, um, and mm-hmm. it's nice to see Chris Jericho uh, not only get the mentor role, but creative advisor, somebody who ha- really can make a star. Um, if you know, I mean, unless you're living under a rock, you can't fucking see what Chris Jericho has done for the guys in his group. The original members exactly. of his group, um, and uh, and and a producer as well, man. Jericho, you know, we, we say this, you know, a lot for a guy like Guevara, man. But it, my God, if, if Chris Jericho is holding your hand and you still have failed to get over time and time again, there's a fucking problem, and it ain't Chris it's Jericho. On you, bro. Exactly. It's all on Guevara. It's all on him and shit. You know, it's all. on Iconti, it's all on Anna J.A.S. It's all on them. Definitely, bro. Definitely, man. So, The Wizard has signed a three-year extension with AEW, and um, he's been great, man, and he uh, deserves this like no other, man. He really does. Uh, like he said in his promo, man. Like he said in his promo, <laughs> um... Uh, this this is this is my damn locker room, and nobody's gonna take that away from me. You love to see it, man. You really do. Um, kind of while we were leaning on the little fence there about NXT, Shawn Michaels has revealed during an interview with TV Insider that there has been discussions about NXT returning to holding premium live events outside of the WWE Performance Center in Florida. Mm -hmm. He says, Absolutely. As mentioned, we started with the Florida Loop, or the Coconut Loop, as we call them. We briefly discussed getting out for premium live events. Do we want to... uh, 
do we want to do that at the end of the year or at the or at the beginning of the new year? We had Stand and Deliver WrestleMania weekend, which was the first time many of our talents were outside of the Performance Center. It's certainly something that we want to go back to. We have every intention on doing that. We we're actually in talks now of how we want to go about executing that. This will go beyond shows in the state of Florida for certain uh, for certainly premium live events, but regular live events. As you know, this is a part of the development process. They they have to get out there and perform on the main roster all around the world. They might as well get their feet wet in NXT. That's awesome. I think you can do uh, like the special shows in like actual arenas sometimes if the roster gets good enough um but you have to get nxt to a point first where you don't just flood the show with main roster people to get people to fill those seats you know exactly. you want to get your exactly. roster you know i mean you can't get it anywhere uh like it was in 2018 but if you were to get something yeah. similar to that then we can start talking about uh, what you want to do as far as putting these guys in um, in you know main venues. So if you want to put Basically. these if you want to put these guys in main venues, you got a couple guys on that show that people want to go see. The rest of them, mm -hmm. who cares? So so um, I, I think. I think that's a great idea. I think they can do the shows like maybe like a Halloween Havoc or like a uh, uh, what's the, what's that fucking show? In your house? What? In your house? What? No, not the Takeover. What's the show that AEW gave up the trademark for? Bash at the Beach. Bash at the Bash Beach. At the beach. Yep. Um. So. Oh, for Cody and Bill Back. <sighs> fucking gay. Um. Gay. Yeah, man. So. I think you could do those kind of shows in there, but you gotta you gotta get that roster a little more over, man. Like I said, I mean they're kind of starting to do it by putting the NXT UK guys on there, so that helps. But I mean mm -hmm. you you gotta get I mean you just gotta get a better roster down there, man. You really do. So I think once that happens, though, I think that'd be great. But as for the takeovers, yes, those absolutely need to be in main venues. Uh, that a uh, takeover is not mm -hmm. a takeover in the fucking performance center. You know what I mean? It's just, just taking not... over shit. Exactly. You're taking over the gym, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. So it's definitely a good path, bro. They just gotta back it up with it. good TV, man. Yeah, man. So Triple H. Triple H. Oh. Also, forgot to put this in the news, but. Uh, well wishes to Triple H. Actually, he tested positive for COVID. Yeah. So, um, he did, man. I he tested... doing good, man. But dang. yeah, yeah, and I heard he's also going to be absent from tonight's SmackDown. So I'm assuming he's going to pick it up next week on Raw. Next. Um, mm -hmm. but I'm sure Triple H is a guy who is still writing the show because he's probably oh, has nothing else to do, and he's just. Calling Road Dog up, saying, "Hey, man, all right, this is what we're gonna do tonight. I'm about to send you a picture of." what i wrote down so yeah i'm sure triple h is still working from from home i'm sure he's not doing anything else so um but regardless and like i said even with uh even with monday night raw 
without Triple H. It, it was still a, a Triple H show. I mean, he still wrote it. We gotta. We also gotta get in the groove, man. Of uh, Triple H probably does not write these shows 15 minutes before they go on the air. So um, probably already written. So definitely, definitely, man. So, so Triple H discusses Bray Wyatt's WWE return and the White Rabbit for the first time since Wyatt's re uh, debut. Triple H has discussed the White Rabbit teases leading up to Bray Wyatt's huge WWE return while speaking to The Rap. He says, We asked ourselves how we could bring back Bray Wyatt and in the most, uh, in the most engaging way possible. So we created the White Rabbit Project, intended to lead our audience down the literal rabbit hole of content mm. to help build anticipation for Wyatt's return at Extreme Rules. It started with flickering lights in arenas and continued with the release of other Easter eggs like hidden QR codes within episodes of SmackDown and Raw that led viewers to more clues that kept them guessing and tuning in each week. It culminated in what we believe was a massive payoff for our fans and for the WWE. This is a great example of how... WWE is uniquely positioned as sports and entertainment property to harness the power of our shows and our social following to develop multimedia long-term storytelling that can help produce meaningful aggregated audiences. Man. Keyword. Long-term storytelling and then with that we we told you guys on monday i believe it was monday or last friday that they have mm -hmm. plans i at six faction from the time he debuted all the way to mania they have mania wow. plans for wyndham look at that that is probably the right first mania. time he's ever experienced that no, I'll do it exactly, because the way Vince would do it, he would start to create the plans for Mania at the Rumble, like during the fucking show. And look at that. They already have Mania plans, ideas in the works, and setting up the path. Wow. Was that so hard? <laughs> exactly. Bray was probably so astounded when, mm -hmm. in the beginning of October... They came together with mania plans. Bruh. Look at that. Yeah. Triple H, man. But yes, this was great. This was great. I love how... And then I love hearing stories like this. This just came out a couple hours ago. Uh, Bray Wyatt's creative direction is a collaborative effort in WWE. That is... Wonderful. Look at that. That is wonderful. They um, would have just done that the whole time. They wouldn't have fired him. Exactly. Wow. Exactly, man. But yes, uh, this is this this was great. This was great. They uh, they really really uh, I mean if if that if they set out to engage people, man, I mean that is exactly what they did because they did a fantastic job. They did a fantastic job, man. So. Hats off yeah. to them on a successful project there. <sighs> uh, 
this is kind of weird because this isn't what we heard, but I don't know. Carl Anderson. Carl Anderson will not defend the never open weight title due to WWE scheduling conflict. Oh, I don't think they can hear you. Fuck. Who would have guessed, bro? Who would have guessed? I don't know. Um, well, we'll get to this in a second. Uh, I'll tell you guys exactly how this is going to go. So Carl Anderson did a video uh, for social media, uh, and he said this. New Japan Pro Wrestling, I love what you've done for the good brothers through the years, but I, I am the greatest never, weight, over, never open weight champion of all time. I I work when the lights are bright. November 5th, we are not coming. We'll come on our time. The machine gun will let you know when I'm going to defend my championship. I don't know. There's either one way, there's either uh, one of two ways this can go. New Japan hasn't announced anything for the championship, so they're going to let him hold on to it until he can make a show. If New Japan already announce a title sh a title match that is like tradition there if they announce mm -hmm. a title match they are giving yeah. that title match so mm -hmm. if the champion ain't there you're getting stripped of the title <laughs> that's how that goes so they don't play with that shit bro they, they ain't about to make no interim title i'll tell you that yeah bro i mean i don't know man i don't know so I I don't know. I I don't know what they need for Saudi Arabia so bad. Uh OC versus Judgment Day. I don't know why you just don't like you could save that for war games or or do that at uh or just do a six man at Survivor Series. I don't know, man. I don't know. But I'm not really shocked by this. I, I kinda saw it coming. I knew there was gonna be some some random excuse for him not to be able to fucking defend it um it, it's 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 classic wwe what people people really thought he was going to defend that shit under, under being employed by wwe come on come on so and those two motherfuckers are so damn funny they have no fucking loyalty they just go where the money is in front of them bro it's so funny how unloyal those fucking two are people and companies, bro. And yeah, he should just be stripped of the title, Logan. Just why? Why even bother with that? Just strip him, crown new champion, problem solved, man. Just let him go do his little weird thing, man. So, good lord, and man. I saw that clip of those two on NXT. They're already giving those vibes again, bro. They're already starting it. These two are a problem wherever they go. Yeah, they, yeah, I mean, just, just strip them of the title. They, they have, uh, absolutely no loyalty, man. Uh, or yeah. if they do have loyalty to anybody, man, it's, it's Good WWE. Money. Yeah. It's just money. That's all the fuck they care about. Fucking idiots. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, just, I mean, I don't even know why we would do this. I don't, I, I mean, the minute he signed with WWE, if I'm New Japan, I'm just stripping for the championships, man. I mean... You know, I ain't risking it. 
Yeah, I, WWE and if, and let and you know if they do let him do it, you know they're gonna drag it out. They're gonna make New Japan wait. You know, um, mm-hmm. and if I'm New Japan, yeah. I'm stripping yeah. it. Like I said, I don't know what, if they haven't announced a title match yet. You know, they might just not book the title on the show, and that's usually how they do it. But if they announce something, if they announce that there was going to be a never open weight title match. He's getting stripped of that belt, and I think that's the best outcome here, man. Because I think it is. You can't um, let him play you. Exactly, exactly, bro. So, yeah, man. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. So, um, I guess what is our last story for the day? Oh, actually, there's this one. I think two. Yeah, I think two were left. Um. We did hear uh, recently that uh, so far there are there is no timetable for uh, Becky Lynch's WWE return. However, she was seen uh, without her uh, arm brace on, and they are expected yeah. to have her. Uh, they uh, hope that she um, returns before the end of the year, man. So I hope so, man, because I think she's about to go on another one of those runs. I think she is, Brian. If she is good. To return by the end of the year, just save her for just save her for the rumble, bro. Let that Definitely. surprise happen in the rumble. So that's good that she's on speed of recovery, man. And I can't wait, man, because I didn't think about it. I didn't think it would happen when you know the faction debuted. But Damage Control really could have used a good rival, because without Becky Lynch to be a good rival with Bianca, that group just sunk. So I hope she can come back, man. It sucks that she'll, you know, have to go to face Ronda Ronda Drowsy, but at least she'll be a champion. Yeah, man. So I hope we can see her back soon, man. Cause yeah, I, I uh man, I, I feel like she's about to go on. I feel like she's about to be Becky Lynch again, man, and it is mm-hmm. great. Hell yeah. Alright, man. So this is truly heartbreaking news to end this episode with. Well, second to last story before we... This goes perfectly into the next one. But WWE Day 1 is canceled. No. Please. I need it. Bro. Thank fucking God, bro. What the fuck is that pay-per-view idea? Day 1? What? What happens when January 1st is in the middle of the fucking week? Yeah. Like, like you can't. Like, they got lucky one year. You ain't getting lucky again. Bro. You, what are you going to do it every fucking, every seven years? You just fucking do it? Like, what? Get the fuck out of here, bro. Day one sucked. It's a horrible idea. Whoever came up with it and should never return to pen and paper. Man. That was a horrible pay-per-view idea, man. Just start the year off with the Rumble. That's the perfect Honestly. start to the year. Honestly. <laughs> that was the whole point of the Rumble. You started off the year with, like, a boom. <clears throat> and you just did a random side pay-per-view. According, that didn't make sense, man. According to a new report, WWE has canceled their next edition of its day one premium live event 
and there is no plans to replace it. WrestleNomics broke the news of the cancellation and noted that the event, which should have, which should be taking place, will not be rescheduled nor rebranded. Now, with that, uh, it looks like the uh, this means that there isn't a pay-per-view scheduled between. Survivor Series War Games on November 26th and Royal Rumble January 28th. So we are going to have nothing in between those, and that is wonderful. No gimmick pay-per-view, no TLC, no fucking backlash, nothing. Thank fucking God, man. I am so thankful. I hate that period of that random off be pay-per-view those are always like the most forgettable of the year bruh so literally bruh just thank god don't ever think about doing something like that again bruh yeah absolutely man so and then the last the last piece of news we got to go over with you guys is uh actually a rumor it's a rumored list that's been going around so take nothing here uh take it all 100 percent yeah don't, take none of this factual, but this uh, image has gone around social media and it has gained a lot of traction. And this mm-hmm. is the rumored premium live events scheduled for next year. Word is that Triple H is trying to do more international shows and less gimmick events like Hell in a Cell, Extreme Rules, TLC, and etc. So I'm about to show you guys this image. So, this is the rumored pay-per-view card for, um, for next year, man. And, huh. Interesting. I think, I don't think there's going to be an evolution to this year, Logan, Uh, but I could definitely see them doing that again under Triple H. And under Triple H, I don't think I would mind it. But you, not not right, not this year. You don't need it this year. If anything, just do it next year. So I, I think they will do an evolution too. Yeah, I think I think some of them, I think some of them are interesting. Um, yeah. So I think we start this off with the Royal Rumble. Obviously, what do you know? That's staying. Um, So, Royal Rumble staying. Elimination Chamber. Honestly, uh, yeah, we have two gimmick shows on here. Uh, Unless, would the Royal Rumble count as a gimmick show? No, because people actually like the Royal Rumble. Yeah, in a technical sense, yeah. But it's it's the gimmick show that makes the most sense. That's kind of the whole point of its creation, is to be the gimmick. And... On Royal Rumbles, there's usually always good, you know, normal matches too. So it technically is, but no one actually counts it as one because it's good. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Here, let me, let me, let me keep this image up so you guys can uh, see yeah. us. Okay, there we go. Similar to how we do our pay-per-view stuff. So, yeah, look at it too. So, so yeah, man. Just so you guys can still see us. Um. So, 
Royal Rumble stays, you know. Um, the next one, it looks uh, one of my favorite pay-per-view. My, definitely my favorite gimmick match, uh, when done right, the Elimination Chamber. I yeah, wish, boy. I wish we can, and I, I hope we will, go back to calling this pay-per-view No Way Out. Yeah. Or, even if you don't want to call it No Way Out, there's a couple other cool names out there. I mean, they used to have a pay-per-view called Armageddon. You mm-hmm. couldn't do this anymore, but there was a pay-per-view Judge- called Judgment Day. Um, Judge- but now Judge- I just now I just think of those fucking weirdos. Um, <laughs> but No Way Out, uh, I, I would like that to go back to being called No Way Out. Um, obviously, we have WrestleMania. And the next one is a very interesting one and one that makes a lot of sense uh is uh king of the ring king of the ring man uh i would like if maybe you put money in the bank at um on mania Mm -hmm. how they used to and then do king of the ring uh you know kind of in in the middle there and then Mm -hmm. whoever wins king of the ring gets a world title shot at uh at uh SummerSlam. so I really like that, but uh, I I've, I love the King of the Ring concept. I think it's just a perfect concept, especially being two pay-per-views away from SummerSlam. I think mm-hmm. it would really be perfect. Just whoever wins that, you give them a nice two-month build with the world champion to SummerSlam. So I think I think that could uh, be really cool. And uh, yeah, but that that one that one kind of shocked me a little bit, man. But uh, yeah. if, obviously, it's just a rumor now. But if that does get confirmed, I will be very happy. Exactly, bro. Exactly. It's a good system, man. Although, like I think I'm for Money in the Bank just to be a match on Mania or just an other pay-per-view. I, I don't mind it as a pay-per-view. But um, uh, the UK pay-per-view, I think it's a good thing they should do yearly. That's, like, that's one you kind of move around, which is nice. And East, if you're doing it, bro, but you could put anything in that spot, like Armageddon or um, like Logan saying like a bad blood or something. Just that could be your like normal pick few spot. So, so here's the interesting thing. So, if you do King of the Ring, is mm-hmm. that going to be an all men's pay per view? Is that going to be a pay per view where you just do a whole tournament in one night? I think that'd be really cool. So if you have an all men's, why not do evolution at all women's pay-per-view? So Mm -hmm. that could be a cool, that could be a cool concept. Um, Because, but then again, we don't know. I don't know if Triple H is going to do it because I I didn't, I wasn't really the biggest fan of it. I'm sure it could be great under Triple H, but like a Queen's Mm -hmm. crown tournament, but. Or you could just run it all along the side of King of the Ring. And mm-hmm. just during the paper, you could have a woman, uh, men's match, the woman, the women's next match, and then you could just keep flipping, flopping until the last two matches, and then the king and queen are crowned, and you could even crown them together if you want. You know, I probably keep it separate just for the moment, right. but um, you could do that, man. Or like you said, you can make evolution its own little thing. If king of the ring is just for men, you know what I mean? I would, I would but, like that because I think if you were to better. just do the all men's i think it would obviously it would obviously be a very focused show being that you're focusing Mm -hmm. on one tournament the whole night and i think it could really get 
somebody over, especially somebody making that underdog run, you know, down the stretch of the tournament, I think could be really cool. And, um, yeah. The Mm -hmm. Galton match did the Seth that year. That would that could be what that pay per view does to whoever wins it. That somebody, yeah, or definitely another Iron Man too. Because with a King of the Ring, you would do something like you do with the Royal Rumble, where you also have Iron Man. Maybe the dude that's going through the whole tournament isn't the winner, but he looks good because he got through most of it. You know what I mean? But one of the end guys won it. You know what I mean? You could really do some cool stuff with that. Definitely, definitely, you really, really could. So. King of the Ring, I like returning, man, and then and then we move on to Money in the Bank. Um, I don't like, yeah, I don't really mind Money in the Bank as like a, yeah. a gimmick pay per view because you know they do have like two ladder matches now, so you know it, it, it might be a little too much to put on like a Mania card. But then again, now you do have two nights of Mania, so you could just open each night with a ladder match, uh, which That's... you know everybody loves. Um, but uh, Money in the Bank, I don't really mind. I I don't mind at all that they're keeping it. Uh, if this goes anything, uh, if, mm, I don't know. They they could put it in either. I don't know if SummerSlam is gonna stay in July or continue to be in August. I would actually like it at the end of July. I um, I, I like the end of July a lot more actually than the end of so August. Actually, in summer. Yeah. Um. So. Obviously, that's that's a mainstay. A yearly UK show, I love. I Vince love. McMahon gave the UK audience little to no. nothing. He For gave them, decades. like, one Raw a year, and mm-hmm. that was it. Like, dude, can you give these fucking people something, man? Like, dude, the, like, uh, Bell, you, you guys are... Man, you guys are some of the most entertaining fans to watch on television, bro. And they give you guys little to nothing. Nothing. And they have all the availability to go over there to the UK. 100%. 100%. And they just never do. So, obviously, I don't think it'll be called Clash at the Castle. Because Triple H talked about this on the uh, media scrum. But, you know, Wales has castles, but... Not a lot of other places do, is what he said. Mm-hmm. So they would have to be very selective on where they bring that specific show. But um, here you have, uh, uh, you just have a UK pay per view, man. So whatever they call it, uh, it could be an already made up name or it could be something completely new. Uh, regardless, I absolutely love that concept. I think it's great. Uh, and then Evolution. I would only be down for an evolution if King of the Ring was like an all men's pay per view, cause yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, evolution was evolution was good, evolution was good. Um, they picked a dog shit main event for the show, but from what I remember, I remember the Becky and Charlotte was good, and then I think there was like Tony Storm no, no. versus like Io or Rhea Ripley or Io Shirai on that show. There was some good stuff on that show, and I think under yeah. Triple H it could be even It'd better. Be really good, exactly. Um, and I think that's also another great way to kind of lure Sasha Banks back into the company. So that is perfect. so I can see him doing that just to lure back in yeah and like i said i mean if if you give king of the ring to just all men's just to do the tournament in one night which is uh, 
that's that's that I, i'm throwing my name in that hat i, I would love that mm-hmm. just Same. do the whole tournament do all eight matches in one night everything can get time you know i mean it would be great or my god if you wanted to do a 16-man tournament dude you do that fucking tournament in two nights Ooh, that'll be fire bro that that'll be that'll literally be wwe's g1 climax so it exactly. would it would be great it would be great and if they do that for the men's, it only makes sense to give the women a yearly evolution show. So I think it would be great. And then ending the show uh, in uh, War, Bedlam, uh, I think uh, I think that's obviously, there's no better way to end the year than that, man. So War Games. And with proper bland, bland split, a, a proper brand split engaged, that could be a good way to end the year with just chaos between the two shows absolutely absolutely because, um because right. mm-hmm. nxt ain't bad but you don't need to involve in survivor series for the next couple of years there's a not till it gets better exactly yeah because eventually tony d'angelo and uh carmelo hayes and joe gacy are all gonna be called up so then who the fuck what are you gonna have down there Cameron Grimes mm-hmm. will be called up. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, what, yeah, what yeah, now? Yeah. Exactly. What the fuck are you going to have? going to have to fucking bring back Draco Anthony Diamond. and shit. Exactly. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, eventually all those guys are going to be called up and they're just going to be on the main roster. So just, just save it for the main roster, man, at this point. Exactly. Um, but uh, you know, it, you know this this concept is this concept is uh, now that we've actually broke it down. I actually really fuck with this concept, to be honest. Um, I, it, you know, it's just a rumor. Nothing's been confirmed. I know you see letters down at the end. I know you can't read them since I shrunk it, but it does say card subject to change. So there's that. And like I said. This is just uh, nothing but rumor. So this is just what's going around the IWC right now. And I figured it was really interesting. And and I I thought it would be great to go over it with you guys and kind of give you guys our deep analysis as well as hear hear yours as well. So I really really fuck with this, man. I really fuck with this. And I do not fuck with Quincy Elliott. But I fuck with this pay-per-view lineup. Um, Quincy Elliott and the War Games. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> yeah um yeah i do i do really mess with this concept though man i now that i'm talking about it like i said man i really mess with the 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 the, the all men's king of the ring and do the tournament mm-hmm. in one night i think that concept could be really cool and get a lot of people over get a lot of people over with the audience man just uh just through running through the whole tournament, uh, when your back's against the wall, man, that shit could tell some really good stories. Um, and yeah, like I said, you don't want to put anything else on that kind of show, and you don't just want to hold that show just to put the finals on there. Like, no, bruh. Do the whole show. Have these guys, have the two guys that are in the finals just be tired as shit by the end of it. And, um, and... Just have them, have them run through that. Have them run through that tournament, man. Those guys will be so tired, and it'll be great, bro. It'll be great. They could really be selling the hell out of that. I think it'll be awesome. Exactly, man. 
Yeah, man. But then as for uh, as for evolution, as for evolution, like I said, I mean, it is what it is. I think it'd be great under Triple H. But you know, if you give it to the men's, obviously, just give it. Just give the women one too. Uh, let them mm-hmm. tell their stories, man. So, yeah, I think it would be great, man. But I really mess with this concept. And like I said, also, the winner, the winner of that King of the Ring, who could be some guy who's freshly over his shit, is uh, just from running through that whole tournament, like we used to see with the gauntlet matches, that was the kickstart to Seth Rollins' 2018 run. Um, mm-hmm. You have that guy who's hotter than he's ever been, now he gets a earned world championship shot, and I love that. I love that. Exactly. Against Gabe. Um, yeah, man. But that is uh, that is uh, that is the proposed or uh, up until this point rumored pay per view card for uh, WWE in. 2023 under Triple H, man. So if th- if these are his concepts, and if this really is. Uh, what it what it's gonna be? I, I'm assuming within the next couple months we do get the full pay per view lineup um, mm-hmm. for the next year. But regardless, man, if that is it, I think that's great. And obviously, like I said, man, we, I went into how I would do things and and Definitely. where I like things and stuff like that. As did Sir K, man. So I really mess with it though. Overall, I think I think that's a great I think that's a great outlook that he has on it. Exactly, bro. Exactly. Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, that's 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 everything for the week, man. That is everything for the week of wrestling. And, uh... Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. So, with that, you guys, with that, let me see what you guys are saying real quick before we get out of here. Dave Meltzer said King of the Ring would both have King of the Ring and Queen Crowns Tournament. Eh. I, I, I would actually do... I would what bell says they could do queen of the ring at evolution if they're going to mm-hmm. do that pay-per-view yeah that's that i, I that. would i would i would prefer that too i would prefer that too yeah i man i would i think that would be really cool man i think that would be really cool eight matches um well more than eight matches but you know the eight matches that start and just run through the hole man that would be great that would really mm-hmm. be great um so yeah man um yeah, so that is uh, that is going to do it. Um, Bell says I need to go to a UK pay per view. Have you never been? Have you never been to one? Oh man! Right. If you've never been to one, man, me and Sir K might have to expand our brand. We might have to come. Down, we might have to come down to the UK, man. Um, Damn, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, man, but yes, please let me know if you've ever been, because I'm very interested to know. Or if you have been, which one? But yeah, man, if you haven't been to one, you might you might be seeing uh, the Notorious Brits, right? Down there in, uh, in the <laughs> UK. <laughs> in the UK, man. So with that, uh, that is all the news and uh, rumors that we have for the week, man. So... <laughs> that is all the news and rumors for the week man so with that that is gonna do it man thank you guys uh bell logan and everybody else in chat and everybody else who's watching after we're off the air man so uh thank you guys 
Um, thank you guys for watching. She says, no, I couldn't afford Clash this year, and I mm -hmm. didn't care for it until Triple H took over. Fair enough. I feel for you. That makes Fair sense. Enough. Fair enough. I wouldn't go to one of them Vince McMahon shows either, because the show, the show he was going to give you guys for Clash at the Castle, I can only imagine. Mm -hmm. Walter and Sheamus probably would have got like five minutes on the pre-show. Ugh, that would have been horrible. Um... But yeah, man, like I said, thank you guys for uh, coming and hanging out with us, talking some wrestling, man. So um, we appreciate you guys. We love you guys, man. Um, so, yes, thank you guys for always supporting us, man. And yes. Thank you, guys. Definitely, thank definitely. you guys for sitting through this technical difficulty shit. Yes, yes. We apologize for that, man. But regardless, uh, yes, thank you guys again. Love you guys. Thank you guys for always, uh, thank you guys for always, um, working with us and dealing with us through through some technical difficulties and whatnot you guys are truly the best and um yes uh thank you guys for always supporting us and this shit's about to get thank a whole lot guys. better soon man so um truly yeah man only up from here and you guys are all coming with us man so with that uh yes that is going to do it for this edition of the notorious hills podcast this has been episode 132 of the news and with that um yeah, man. Thank you, guys. The Notorious Hills Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, please like, comment, and subscribe. And we will see you guys on Monday with Notorious Unscripted. Peace.